This is a post-credit scene podcast brought to you by 14 HQ. Oh, guys, seen guys, why are you still Whoa. dressed like you're still in DLT I didn't even, <laughs> <laughs> didn't even let him breathe. <laughs> That's crazy. I didn't even let him do that. That is a great um, would, you like would you like to repeat your question, bro? I said, why are you still dressed as if you're still in DLT Motel? I just dress really well, bro. No, fair enough, you do. You do, you do, you do. You do. Um, and it's a nice day. I'm going out later on. Um, so, yeah, man. Obviously, I, yeah. I, I was seeing bad girls, like, post you on their story. Oh, look at guys. Superstar. Yeah, yeah, no, obviously, um, luckily through my time in life, I just know some really cool people uh, who appreciate the way I dress. Um, and obviously, humble, humble. I appreciate them as well. Do you know what I'm saying? Really cool people. <laughs> I bet you do, man. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, obviously, thank you to the people that said I dress well and that. I try my best. Uh, I've got good people around me as well who, you know, uplift my spirit. So it makes me want to, you know. Look good. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Manny, thanks for the line of question. It was a really, really good way to start the pod. It is. Yeah. Mm. Um, little jab as well. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I heard you were a dogging motor. What do you mean by that? I heard you were dogging, man. What do you mean by that? Like. You had a good time? You, you, yeah, yeah. You, you enjoyed were, your holiday? <laughs> apparently, you, you were back to back, man. No, no, no. Back to back with what? Like Drake and my meat mill. Type thing. I, I mean. oh, I don't know what you're talking about. Can you please explain properly? <laughs> I, I'd rather he didn't. Yeah, but I, I wanted to explain to say that he's wrong and just make it up. Girls were just like coming up to you like, "Yo, you're money from the, from the PCS podcast. And let's do our thing." And that definitely didn't happen. Not, no once. No, not once. Did uh, Did you have a good time? I had, I had a great time, man. Probably my favorite holiday. Why? Why? But, um, sun, black people, alcohol, good music. Yeah, so that's that's, that's it, bro. Good, yeah. great vibes, like. There's so many people in London, but everyone just... I, I, like, I know everyone says that, how bad vibes London and the UK can be, because that's facts. But I think it's mostly because we don't have sun. Because even like this week, there's sun, like people just been in a better mood. And when you're out on holiday, great views. Um, all types of views. All types of views, all types of views. Mm-hmm. Great views, um, <laughs> good music and alcohol. Everyone's just on a good vibe, man. It was just nice seeing people. I made a lot of new friends out there. Yeah, um, is it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, like, men and men, women, like, everyone was just on, on, on good vibes and... And it was nice to see. Cool. Um, uh, can I do my intro now, bro? Uh, absolutely. Oh, thank you, man. <laughs> um, it's been a minute since we recorded. I think our last episode we did was, was Succession, um, which was a really, really good episode, actually. Yeah, um, but yeah, this is. The, we, we might actually talk about it briefly because obviously the, the episode. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the Post Credit Scene podcast, which is a 14 HQ original. If you haven't already done so and you do enjoy any of our content, Please make sure to like, share, subscribe. We are across all socials. So we're on TikTok. We are on Instagram. We are on YouTube under 40HQ. Um, and we're just going to try and give you as much good content as possible. So, you know, every single like, uh, subscription, uh, follow does help to build the platform and what we're trying to do. So, um, yeah, man, we want to go to more screeners, man. I don't know. We want to go to screeners. Hell yeah. Yeah, we want to interview all the best talents. Uh, Hell yeah. Within the film and TV industry. So And, we, um, and guys, we've, we've got some really cool interviews coming up as well. So uh, Yeah, yeah, actually, to be fair. Yeah, yeah, good point. So um, I'm going to introduce my fellow hosts. Um, Jason. Yo. How are you? Woo! Good, man. Good. Good stuff. Sun's out. Good vibes. Sun's out, buns out. I'm not, not yours. Out. Yeah. We don't, okay. we don't want your buns out. Guys, exactly. guys just <laughs> a haircut. And he cut don't his hair. You look... That. 
Yeah, it's a new look, Brian. It's a good look for you. Yeah, new look, new look, uh, new year, new me. Come on. Well, we're halfway through, but yeah. Yeah. Messer, he does one junket and changes his whole style. Breaking news Jason has done a junket. Letitia made him feel different. Yeah. Do you know what it was? As soon as I I was like, oh shit, like I'm actually doing a junket, I was like, let's, we have to change up the whole look. And here we are. You changed so much that I still didn't know who he was. Yeah, yeah, for real. Yeah, exactly. You know, I had to reintroduce myself. Myself. <laughs> myself uh, allow me to reintroduce myself. How'd you do? Yeah, I'm good, man. I'm feeling good. I'm feeling spicy, you know. Um, me and Jason were here the other day. Uh, what were we doing the other day? Why would you come down again? The screening. Oh no, the junket. Yeah, the junket. Yeah, 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 that was you fun. Know, what we just talked about ten seconds ago. Yeah. Shout out to everyone that was in the um, hospitality room for the junket, though. Um, oh, so like a lot of people that we know there. Is pretty cool but it's funny because they, they they put you back in the room after you finished your your junket and this is on zoom guys and uh when they put us back we didn't know that they, that they put you yeah. back in the room right so when they were putting us back in the room me and jason are already signing up good let's go let's go yeah. like, <laughs> like fucking dabbing it up here and then like it, 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 it comes back studios there all of the journalists and everything and then we literally go yeah, you just had to compose yourself. And then we were just like, yeah, thanks, thanks for having us. All right, bye. Yeah, see ya, bye, bye, bye. <laughs> That's funny. But yeah, that, I'm, I'm in, I'm in good spirits, man. Cool. I think PCS is, is, is gonna have an amazing second half. Onwards and upwards. Oh, uh, Manny, I already know how you are because I know you're very refreshed from your holiday. Yes, sir. This episode was that sorry? It looks great. Thank you, my guy. Both of you guys. Thank you, bro. Appreciate it. Um, this episode is going to be a bit of a mini freestyle if you like we're just going to go through some of the stuff we've watched this year what we've enjoyed what we maybe haven't um but really and truly we're here to celebrate some of the great stuff that's come out this year in terms of film and television um so kick it off for me jason um in terms of film and television within within the last six months or so last six months all right. well, um give us something that you've you know you've enjoyed watching preach to us why um and, and, and explain to people why maybe they should watch it if they haven't already done so. Cool. Just because it's in my head at the moment, Here we I'm going to talk about uh, Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse. Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse. Talk to me Mid- about your thoughts on oh, man. on this magnitude, well, mag- huge film within uh, the comic book world and cinema as a whole. Yeah. You see that uh, Marvel yeah. put out a statement saying that they had nothing to do with the writing or, or, or the concept. Oh. Gave it, and gave it all to Sony. They were like, nah, Sony. yeah. So this is this is this is like obviously Sony's. That's interesting. And whatnot, and yeah, the right. the amount of like work that's been put in and stuff like that. Where do I even fucking begin? It is, in terms of animation, like the best things I've, the best thing I have seen in terms of like how many styles they might uh, cram in Facts. and fit into it. Obviously, like so, I was reading an article that they had like over two thousand animators so, on the correct. film. And, and the scene with the there was like a Lego multiple Spider Mans mm. um, took four years to edit. Yeah, exactly, four years to edit. So you can just tell like the amount that's of work it. that's been put in. There was a particular Lego Spider Man kind of oh, like yeah. verse that was animated by a fourteen-year-old child. Yeah, 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 yeah. And you can just see the scope of talents throughout the whole film, and that's just that. Like the voice cast, like Haley Steinfeld and Shamik Moore. Shamik Moore. Um, superb, superb, superb. Uh, the, the chemistry that they had. Um, yeah, I think I think the highlight of that specific was the. I'm not trying to plug a social cut here, but it's, <laughs> this, you, you know the scene of them of them two swinging together and, yes. the, and the music that goes with it and the chemistry you can hear in their voices and I think including that in a um, 
in something that's animation is so hard because obviously it's a voiceover. So to gather the to gather the understanding that these two have a good understanding, exactly, exactly, it's really hard. But you can actually hear it, and it makes it more visual because you can hear the chemistry between them. Exactly, really, you, can, really, really you can feel that between them, and even the storyline in itself, like with the the spot being the villain mm-hmm. and how he was introduced as a villain. But was the spot the villain really? He, wait, wait. He, can I, the, no, no. Oh, you haven't. No, oh, you haven't. No, okay, no hard spoilers. Okay. I mean, we, we have right. to just something. Yeah, right, to I sorry, Hussey, gotta hold it. I, I haven't watched either. We gotta hold it. <laughs> I will. Uh, what I will say is not to spoil too much. I like. I do agree with you. I don't think he's one hundred percent villain. I think he's. I villain. don't think he is. I think he's a villain. Oh, there, there's there's stuff. someone that is, is more of an arch nemesis to to Miles. That is, is there's a bigger f- not threat, but you know something that's opposite to him yeah. than the spot for me, which was um what's his name. You have to help me out here. Um, you have to help me out here. The you can say it, bro. Do you know what I'm talking about? Say it, say it. Oh, as in the in the. Bro, the stop end, doing. Okay, okay, okay. What are you talking about? The other miles? Yeah. No, 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 no. Not so towards he... the end. Um, the guy that was chasing him throughout the, um in the third act. In the third act. Oh, it was. I can't remember which Spider-Man oh. it was. Myself. Uh, Miguel Spider-Man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yes. You think he was the villain? More of a villain than the spot for sure. Or more of a nemesis, anyway. At least I think. I think. Oh, I, I, I've got to disagree. I think I've got like the spot. Like I think he was a villain through circumstance, and he made himself the arch nemesis. I think in terms of like Miguel's case or Spider Man twenty ninety nine, like he, I think, I think the points that he was trying to get across to Miles, I think, was valid in terms. Yeah, of, yeah like, they are valid, but he's a nemesis. More, I feel like he he was more of a threat, more of an aggressive threat, more of a. Um, Obviously, they had different opinions on on what was supposed to happen with yeah. the film, but I feel as though the tension between the two was much more vast than with the spot. The spot. Oh yeah, no, the tensions between the and, they, them, and the reason yeah. I say it's okay. a nemesis is because they see things from a different perspective. It doesn't make him a villain per se. I just felt like, felt like he was more of a villain, quote unquote, than the spot. Spot was great though. I okay, yeah, no, no, I do hear you. I just think like spot in terms of like like I guess I'm talking more towards the end of the film where spot has eventually kind of like you know mm. gathered himself and he's just like okay cool I'm he knows who he is now yeah yeah, yeah yeah um what i will also say is i think it was one of the hardest hitting cliffhangers in recent memory so i think the, there's there's a third one yeah, yeah the third one was already announced coming it's out supposed to come out next yeah. year but oh, i, 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 yeah, I don't yeah, think yeah, it will yeah, I saw that. i think it'll be delayed by like maybe a month or so but i think it'll come out Hayley Stansford said she hasn't even recorded anything yet and i think if I you're telling that. me certain parts of that film took four years to edit, don't know, man. Don't know. I'm very but I think they've edited stuff. I but just, what I will say I, is, I, like, I don't think she's done her, what, her, 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 her voice. Yeah. Sony's got a good track record, though. Like, Sony well, depending on well, depending on what you're talking about, because some of the Sony films that have come out in the last few years, which was something I wanted. To I think in terms of like release dates, do do they push back stuff often? Morbius got pushed back a few times. Venom yeah, but that's but that's more that's more like that was directorial that was, issues. And that was lockdown like as well. That yeah, that was lockdown and more directorial issues. I do think that in terms of Sony, when it comes to like the animation department and also the the gaming sector, for like PlayStation, they're usually on job. Yeah, that's true. It's true. They, it's true. they don't they don't miss deadlines often. And if they were to miss a deadline, they always make it clear and they always hit it by like the second one. Like yeah as you said like morbius i think that was more directorial issues and covid yeah that was kind of like delayed it and that was some of the some of the enough. some of the color palettes and the animations and the the, the way they're so expressive on the screen it's, so it's, it's screen. wonderful to and watch man to, just to bring back on the voice cast uh daniel kaluuya yeah come on man Superb. this guy this guy is so talented yeah. mm-hmm. like 
so so good. But yeah, friend of the show, big friend of the show, big friend of the show. Yeah, yeah, fuck, yeah, fuck it, he's a friend of the show. He's announced something that he's doing in in Camden, right? Um, Oh, that's oh where he's from, yes, yeah. he is, um, and he's a new like ambassador or like director of creative or something like yeah, that. Yeah, for I think for, like, he's not. I don't know. So ask for Roundhouse. Him, but, there you go. Yeah, yeah but across Spider Verse. Yeah, it was a really really good film. Um, as I said, I enjoyed the animations and the the color palettes and the way they were able to make each Spider Man and as a as an individual very distinctive. Yeah, each world that they come from distinctive like. Gwen's one was very, very like in terms of colors, like pinky and yeah, pink, pink and blue color palettes. Yeah, exactly. And it, you could tell this is hers compared to Miles's, and then the different uh, Miguel and Miles. Uh, the, yeah, the other each one. world felt very different. Um, the voice acting superb. I loved how they intro- they gave the mum a bit more of a role in this film. Yes, in terms of his relationship with her, her, her influence on him. Yeah, I saw like something. His... That I cannot remember the actor that's playing. Uh, uh, that's playing. Uh, who's the Spider the Spider Man you're up to at, at the end? The opposite Miles, I can't remember. Oh, the the opposite Miles, anyway. Uh, yeah, or the, the Prowler. Yeah, yeah, the Prowler. Sorry, the Prowler. Yeah, yeah. Um, the actor that plays him is actually Dominican, I believe. Yes. Whereas Shamik Moore had to learn Spanish for the role, Correct. but they did it intentionally to like make it yeah, very make clear, it, distinctive. And um, there was actually like somebody who came up with a good point. So like, we're going jumping full spoilers. So you might want to cover your ears. So you know, in the opposite <laughs> spider, uh, op- the, in the prowlers were so opposite Mara, uh, Miles. Like it was the dad that died. Yeah, 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 yeah. And somebody made a really good point that so when you hear Miles Morales speak the. Um, the Dominican one he's mm. more in tune with his Dominican mm. heritage Spanish because his, 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 his mum brought him up rather than his dad being yeah, in his yeah. household so because you could hear the accent come through a little yeah, bit yeah, when, he, when he said his name he was like I'm Miles Morales yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. and he, he looked cold as well he looked cold as he well that's what I mean like the way the way they were just able to make sure that these are different people Death for a great cliffhanger uh, yeah Death for a great cliffhanger and the way they ended it and stuff like that and then you know, you had great callbacks from the first Spider film. With the, like the, the amount of Easter eggs that they would have left in there was ridiculous. There were so many. There were so, so many. Ma- even even like Donald Glover made a whole another whole appearance, and I was just like, Jesus Christ! Yeah, really kidding. good, really good film. And yeah. I, even even the swinging, they made it so distinctive. Like I think Haley Stansfield's swinging, or you can of course see. Yeah, yeah, was, you're good. This, even her <laughs> swinging technique was so like graceful and elegant in comparison to Miles, who's still kind of developing himself as a Spider-Man. And what I think another strength mm. is they haven't made Miles the complete Spider-Man yet. Firstly, because he's a teenager, he's still figuring himself out, figuring out who he is as a Spider-Man, mm. finding out that he's maybe wasn't... Anyway, yeah. yeah. Yeah, but also the way, you know, you know, towards, uh, at the beginning of the film, the mum was like, yo, when you go to certain places, people might like, love you the way your family does, So, but don't give him a chance to beat you. And you know, when he comes back and he... Well, he's speaking to the wrong version of his mum. Mm. He's like... I beat them all like I'm the best and I was like raw like that's such a great callback just to that earlier scene and the way he like 100%. he's an underdeveloped Spider-Man yet he was able to beat hundreds of sp- different Spider-Man even Miguel like and it's a really good film man you could tell that like especially Miguel when he beat him he took that to heart yeah, 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 yeah. you could tell that irked him but yeah fantastic film fantastic film I mean, it doesn't even need... You should go watch this because the whole world is probably... The whole world has already seen it or is watching Um, it. Yeah, yeah, so that was that. that, That's that's the YouTube segment on. (laughs) 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 Go on, Huss. You wanted to say something? You was gonna? No, no. no. He wasn't. Uh, Okay, talk to me, Huss. 
It's been, uh, it's been six months. What have you watched this year that you've really enjoyed? Sell it to us, sell it to the peoples. I feel like we're doing this whole like one film thing, which I kind of like, so I'm a- You're I'm sticking a stick to film. To that. Mm. I'm gonna stick to that. Um, quick shout outs to, you know, The Last of Us and- um, I'm sorry, Of course, of course. And uh, uh, a few other things that, that we've watched, like Creed, uh, which was which was really good. John mm-hmm. Wick, which was outstanding. You're, you're, I feel like you're just listing other people's films, bro. Give us yours. Yeah, give it. <laughs> just want to say, because I'm, because I'm, because I'm, you know, I'm like, I tell, I'm the Marvel guy here. Do you know what I'm saying? Okay, yeah. like I'm just so proud. I'm so happy. Everyone's been talking shit, you know, about my boy and that. And then Guardians came and really kind of like put marvel kind of like back on track i think anyway do you know what i'm saying do you reckon um, do you reckon it's fair to say that though do you do you not think we need to see secret invasions on those series but you mm-hmm. know within the sphere of what they brought out in the last year they said they're taking their time and so on do you think we don't need to see secret invasions we need to see uh not marvels really. i before think we can say they're back on track because it's one film i think that's like saying i've won a game i think liverpool won one nil against i don't know wigan no mm. offense and then they might lose their next game can't see you're back on track but i think that Marvel is, uh, or sorry, not Marvel. I think the MCU has has always been based on on uh, momentum. You know, I think not every film has been t- has been like ten ten. But when you have films in between each of them that are really good, you take the 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 the, the, the six out of ten. Do you know what I'm saying? Like you don't like you take that and you don't complain about it as much as people have been for the past year. Loads of six out of ten. Yeah, yeah. But my point is is that I feel like the momentum from Guardians will put people in a more positive light now. You know what I'm saying? Okay, yeah. you, go, um, going into a film that's also based like mid in space and it's got that same element, you know what I'm saying? That kind of stuff. Do you and think, do you think, but do you think people, I know I feel like I'm really like No, shoot, shoot, hammering. shoot, go ahead. And again, me, I love them to myself. Do you think people are going to give the Guardians the same love and grace that they're going to, that they would to the Marvels? I can't see it. And the Marvels might be a really good film. I have no doubt that, I mean, Brie Larson's a superb actress. Uh, the, the lady that plays Kamala Khan, you have to help me out. If you, do, you know, do you remember her name? Kamala Khan? I just want to ask Manny, do you remember her name? <laughs> no, I don't. Crazy. Do you? Racism. Huh? Do you? It's a Pakistani name. Okay, what's the uh, name? But my, my point. Because, <laughs> again, I'm not going to act like I remember every actor's and actress's name. Yeah. Um, I don't know if they're going to give this film the same grace. If it's great, people have no choice but to really say, yeah, it's good. I, don't, I just can't see the same love being given I to think, the Marvel. I think the Marvel was attached with Secret Invasion, for me, sounds like one project, like season one and season two. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I'm saying? People okay. will, I think people are going to give Secret Invasion a good chance. Yeah, yeah. I think so. But the thing is, though, the promo for it has been outstanding. Yeah, like That five-minute the, clip they dropped was really cold. I didn't watch it on purpose. Okay. I watched it. Yeah, yeah. It yeah, was good. Yeah, it's good. Nah, I wasn't gonna watch that, man. Nah, I mean, I was tr- I'm trying to go blind. I'm yeah, I'm, I'm trying to go as bad as possible. Specifically, I'm trying to go blind. Here. I don't mind. Like, the trailer was so good, the man. Don't really bother me, so I'm the, good on that. I watch the, trailers. I don't give a shit. The trailer was so good, though. Way, no, I'm just yeah. speaking for myself, obviously. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so Guardians is your pick. Yeah, I think Guardians is is my pick. It was fun. I think we all watched it together as well. That was fun. Uh, no. Did we not? No. Nah. What did we what did we, what did we watch together? Ant-Man. Jo- Ant-Man. Ant-Man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what though? Shut down, man. But anyways. <laughs> but yeah, Guardians, man. Um James Gunn. You know what? Um an argument that I've been g- g- going into with with um, in some of my forums here is that it didn't feel like an MCU film, it felt like a James Gunn film, right? And and yeah. people were like, Oh, does that mean that it's that 
that the film it has not put the MCU back in motion because James Gunn is no longer there and he very much marketed it as an individual project. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, like it almost felt like it was like just a separate from the also uh, the MCU. You know, there was barely any references to to the past past uh, a few um, phases. You know, in the like in in the promo run okay he he only posted like bts stuff you know what i'm saying like he didn't post any like ongoing like marvel content makes sense because obviously he's going into into dc yeah. so people's argument is that yo it's not really an mcu film it's a james gunn film that falls in the mcu um but i'm optimistic yeah that's my film yeah that's good manny over to you sir um, we're just doing films for now, right? Can do. It's up to you. We can. You can. You, can, you can change the course of the mm. journey if you want. No, let me let me stick on track with everyone else. I was gonna mention Riley, but I think I mentioned it more than bro, enough times. Feel free, man. Yeah, nah. <laughs> keep going, bro. <laughs> no, man. I look at Stel again. Stel in love, and she's like, again. I've watched too many social cuts of this. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm not doing Riley, but yeah, great film. It's on Disney Plus. Go watch it. Like, absolutely love that film. Probably my favorite rom com um, ever at this point. But I will talk about Polite Society. Um, oh. which which I really, really enjoyed. Um, again, another British films about two um, East Asian sisters for the most part. Um, well, one in particular, and how she just has this over, overwhelming imagination about how life is and is a bit exaggerated in everything that she does. And she's essentially a, uh, an aspiring stunt woman. Um, that, that's, that's the um, role that she wants in the future. And obviously she comes from a family that's essentially well off. I think her dad's a doctor. Mm-hmm. Um, she goes to a boarding school or private school whatever with the push for, for this uh, high level job so the push for her to be a doctor was something that she wanted to do so the whole, whole film is essentially about um, I guess it uh, has a great theme regards to identity how you see yourself and how the world sees you and, and how you want to coming of age film it's perfect a good coming of age film and how you want to be portrayed so on and so forth um, so yeah some um, great action scenes um, I love the chemistry between her and the two best friends I think that's one of the best on screen um, chemistries that um, I've, I've watched um, shout out to Serafina Berg which I um, interviewed not that long come ago on. Nah. Go, go, go. come on come on man of applause man of applause thank you thank you go read that on 14hg.co.uk um, yeah, uh, but yeah we'll be on on the pod soon yeah she'll be on the pod soon she says she wants to come on so big, big up her friend of the show but um, yeah man great great film and I highly recommend it cool nice. and speech film as well which I absolutely love yes what about yes. you about me um, yeah. it's been a few good films man I think John Wick 4 was incredible um, I loved the choreography of the film and I, and again the, with John Wick films there isn't I'm not saying there isn't heart to the films there always is because it, mm. it dates back to him and his, his his attachment to his family and his dog specifically. Yes. But, <laughs> um, but I've, I I loved the choreography. I just thought that was the standout aspect of the film. Alongside, go on. Alongside the the visuals, the visuals were sensational. Oh, God, so, yes. The color palettes and the way they filmed this, the way that that specific that over the top scene, over the top the bird, scene, yeah, with the, super, like super, the bird's eye view, one of the best scenes of the of the year. Um, so, Bro, that was one of my favorite social cast that we put together. Oh, yeah. Was that a style? That was a style? Yeah, yeah. Was really, style, really yeah. good cut, man. That was a fun cut. Um, <laughs> but yeah, yeah, sensational film, that. So I I, I I, might go with that. I also really, really, really did love um, Air. Oh, my God. Great Air. shout out. Uh, which we some, we had the pleasure of, I think me and Hoss, no, me and Jude, I watched it with Jude, actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, 
really really good film uh it was filmed beautifully it really enca- really engrossed you in that particular time period which i think mm-hmm. is important from a visual perspective mm-hmm. but they also did it with the the sonics and the, and the soundtrack to make you mm-hmm. really feel like you're in the 80s and i think when you can merge those two things together mm-hmm. um it, i felt like i was in that time period um it didn't focus on michael jordan per se because we know his story we've seen um the last dance we know yeah. his story already so it focused on Nike and the Air Jordan she was such an important well sorry did I no sorry I, just, I forgot that I watched that film and is it oh, you're okay. talking about it's, yeah I love that film sorry go I think um, and I think it didn't it was a drama it focused on the rise of Nike and specifically Jordan as a shoe which is so important within uh, life today and the culture and every there's there's everybody that wears Jordans I think when it first started it was more of a, uh, a black community thing where you know we were wearing these sneakers and we were the ones making it cool and now it's like a thing where it's a sensation across the world where people are making money from these things yes, people sir. are hoarding trainers they're botting right. trainers reselling you know everything it's reselling. crazy the yeah. resale market is, is dwindling it's but it's still you know very very like uh, much alive so just as a film I loved that, that direction from Ben Affleck you could just feel his touch on the film. Uh, Matt Damon is one of my actually slightly favorite actors, and I didn't realize yeah. it until recently. Yeah, snuck in there. Slightly. Snuck in there. Snuck in there. His catalog is just way too long. He has to, he's done yeah, too he's much. He's done a lot, but he's been about a long time as well. Mm. Uh, but I feel like we can now see he's actually been a bit more selective with what he does. He's and, he's great at like specialist films. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? And he really engrossed himself in the role of Sonny Vaquero, like really like made him the weight as well you know all, all these little things that he that speech he did was oh, in the third act was sensational um, Chris Tucker it was also very funny at the same time like you know it's just a really really good easy to watch film yeah um, and I feel as though more people started watching it when it dropped on Prime I wish people actually went to the cinema to watch that I wish more people actually you know took their time out to go watch it in the cinema because I feel like it deserved more of a, but it came uh, out on streaming platforms quite quickly. Quite quickly, yeah. yeah. yeah Within so, a month. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. The, the one reason why I don't necessarily mind that is just because like some people like to experience feel dif- differently and the level of accessibility to go to cinema might not be as easy for other people. Yeah. So, I absolutely love the fact that people can go like watch it on Prime not long after um, the film is dropped, even though ideally everyone can go to the cinema. But I, I do like the fact that people can just go watch it um, on streaming platforms right away. Um, so yeah, that's. I think I think out of Air and John Wick, I mean I love both. I'm gonna go with Air, but John Wick because I've already spoke about it yeah. and how good it was. So yeah, man, really, it's been, actually been quite a good year for film and TV. From honest with you, oh, bro, it's I been honestly, been, yeah, it's been one of the it's best one of my favorite ever. years from like what I can remember. Like, so. I think obviously COVID would have played a big role in you know holding a lot of these up. Yeah, trust <laughs> me. Of course, I mean I watched Transformers the other day. I'm not gonna go into it too much, but even the, um, there was a Q and A for the film after with the directors and some of the some of the cast and. Um, one of the things I noticed was the director said that even Transformers, which came out this year, was affected by COVID. So there's still projects that are being made right now, which have been massively impacted by mm. all that in like, uh, also in post uh, uh, post production. Obviously, you would yeah, yeah. And obviously, I think as though if you really care about your project, you might have, you probably will take a lot of time to make sure it's great. I think some of the criticism, critiques and criticisms of Marvel has been the rushed aspects of like the VF, the VFX and the CGI and stuff. But, but then we speak about Spider Verse. Me here, they took four years to edit, which yeah, is obviously years, and, 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 and again, I'm not shooting shots at Marvel because I love the MCU. But you can see the you can see the effects and the time taken within Spider Verse. Do you know what is yeah? What, what people aren't like taking into account when like when like Marvel ha- have to push well, one defend, thing he's back. Def- he's defending them again. No, 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 no. I'm saying like when they have to push one thing back because they're Marvel, mm. right? They have to push 
everything else. Everything back. Yeah, and it's not just the MCU. It's Star Wars franchise. Do you know what I'm saying? It's their fucking live action uh, Disney remakes. Okay, mm-hmm. and that kind of stuff. They all fall in a line with each other. It's not just about the uh, the the, um, the the MCU. They have, I think, uh, during lockdown, I can't remember, Bob, but we 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 watched something on Disney Plus, and they like explained like how like they buy dates. Like they pick specific dates for for certain things, even have backup dates, and then what um, what they do, they they get like they get like ten dates in the year. Mm. They bought the dates, but but we don't know what films are even going mm. in those dates. But they bought the dates because seasonally or like statistically, that's what they want. Do you know what I'm saying? So um, yeah, like lockdown uh, pushed back a lot of studios. You know what I mean and stuff like that. But um, especially Disney. Cool. This is a post-credit scene podcast brought to you by 14HQ. So, fellas, before we move on to maybe some television talk, I know I feel like my um my TV pick is is like Manny's Rylane. <laughs> okay, okay. Um, so that was just a little clue, but I won't take too long on that one. Um, we were recently in, we were recently invited by Searchlight UK. Yeah, yep. yes, sir. Uh, to watch uh, Jason, pronounce Jason, please for me. Chevalier. 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 Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was going to put that. I'm not like Manny. Wait, let me show you. <laughs> I, was about to say, uh, I had the pronunciation up. Oh, no. Chevalier. <laughs> Chevalier. Um, Jason, talk to me about your thoughts on this film. Give us maybe a bit of a premise and then we can deep dive into what we thought about it. All right. So, Chevalier is essentially a. Um, Time period film? Time, yeah, it's a period film. And what's the word I'm looking for? So it's kind of like a true story yep. or an untold true story. Untold, very untold. On, actually, yeah. uh, Joseph Bologna. That's the one. Let's go. Uh, very good memory for me. Yeah, I was yeah. going to say, I was like, I'm struggling. Uh, and essentially how he became kind of like the first Chevalier of France, of France. which I assume is kind of like the first like the black. Or is it f- first full no, stop? Fir- yeah, no, no, no. The first black Chevalier, which is like a super high position mm. in in you know the French court. Mm. Money, uh, power, yeah, money, house, power, like, everything. everything. And not only that, but he was also a prodigy in uh, classical music. A child prodigy, man. Child prodigy, and he was, I think. Like from what we know, he's the first black classical composer of like you know what is yeah. I guess now considered mm-hmm. modern uh, classical and music. famously challenged Mozart. There famously was challenged there was Mozart there was there well, was a yeah. number of scenes I want to deep dive into. Um, the first scene was the the scene with his father, mm-hmm. where we obviously see, uh, we get to know the premise of how he was conceived. Um, I think the mum was like a, one of the slaves. That yeah, she, yeah, she was. Uh, yeah, and she was uh, she was physically abused, which so. By the partition owner. Yeah, which is obviously the the darker one of the darker aspects of this film. But in, straight away, the, the the father sees a talent in his child, um, sends him to, to one of the schools, and and immediately the reception of the child tells you everything about that particular time period and how black people were treated at mm. that time, which I found really really interesting. And then I loved I loved the Mozart scene. I thought that was that, oh the Mozart scene. A, that is a oh, great oh, way to oh, open the Mozart film. scene is so cold. Like the way it just sets the tone. Yep. As well like with um like Joseph as a character, like the way like like you could tell that his because his father at the beginning when he sent him to school he was like don't ever give him a reason like you must always be excellent mm. and you could tell that like he took that ethos like when he challenged mozart he was just like okay cool like i'm the best i will show you i'm the Do best you know what's interesting though i feel like him taking that 
also damaged him because mm-hmm. I feel like I'm jumping a bit, but it's fine. There was yeah. a period in the middle of the film where uh, he's reunited with re- reunited with his mother, mm-hmm. and there's times where his mother has certain things where she's reciting some songs from from the past. She's speaking in her mother tongue with uh, her fellow, other... fellow people, and mm-hmm. he had this sort of snobbish. This is beyond me. Um, don't, you can't talk like that while she you have to talk French, etc. Yeah, it was, uh, and yeah. it was a, it was a, it was also him trying to maintain the excellence that he felt he needed to keep. It was only towards the end of the film where he realizes that going back to where you're really from and going back, and everything. To, yeah, exactly, <laughs> going back to the, your true heritage yeah, and who exactly. you are as a person is is going to benefit you far more than pretending to be something that you maybe you're not. Or you know, we can be very multifaceted as people, and yeah. that excellence, that the upper class, the the money, the the, the grandeur of that life can mm-hmm. be one aspect of you but don't forget where you come from yeah. yeah no exactly like I think it's just a good film about kind of like all these things and like like it spoke a lot about at certain levels of assimilations because yeah alright not to get too political but everything right, okay. political, but I will right. just it's a political film so you yeah it's a political film but like you know like you've got um certain black people around the world who uh, <laughs> <laughs> No, no, no. Who, who, who've grown up, who've grown up in, in like these very high white suburban areas, and <laughs> when they are talking about black people, they're like, well, we have to speak proper, or like may, maybe you must have like gone through school where you're just like, oh, you don't sound black, right? For example, and you know like how that can sometimes just affect the mental, where it's just like, oh shit, like I have to sound like them to be at the level of where I am, and it really showed well in Joseph's character when you were talking about like when he was speaking to his mum, when he's saying to his mum like, yo. In this place we speak french only mm. and stuff like that and it, it just kind of like brought back like like i just liked how it like brought back certain mentions of like how even if it's a time period film like it can make certain mentions of like how people are in still today today uh, exactly i think they've done a great job addressing that as well not not in the form mm. of oh i don't like being black and around i don't like yeah, being around black exactly. people that, yeah, yeah. and i can't i think it was a scene where he was talking to mary was that is that the name of his love interest can't remember. Uh, yeah, yeah. Mary's the queen. Queen, what's well, yeah. so, uh, The love interest was. It escapes me. I'm um, gonna say Josephine. No, they're doing <laughs> But um, <laughs> and I remember like them to like one of the first scenes of them to do going back, the back and forth flirting, and then she says something along the lines, "Or oh, do you prefer to be with some of your kind or to be a black mm. woman?" In it, I said, "Like essentially, I can't. Like if yeah, if I exactly. if I marry a black woman, my title will get stripped away, and I can't marry a white woman because." Their title gets stripped away. So he's so like, I'll get hung for it. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. I can't lie. That, yeah, that, that scene was fantastic. He was like, even though you've given me this position and power, you're also taking away a big part of my life. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And I think that's the first time when he was saying it. I think he was realizing it. You know what I'm saying? I actually think he, he forgot that. Do you know what I mean? But then when he was saying it, like he was realizing it, and made him more upset. You know? mm. And 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 I mean, obviously, you know, he goes into that phase of like realization you know, etc. Uh, et, et but like, even him like forgetting where he's, where you know, where he's he's come from and stuff, it just shows like the embedded system of black people. At the time, it's just that you just get told what to be or or an, or who to be, article, you're a slave. So when that's all you know, right, okay, but that's, 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 that's it. That's a great point that you bring up because like it comes back to the speech of where, where his mum is kind of like braiding his hair. Yeah. And she talks about like how, you know the worst thing that they have done is separate choice exactly exactly that we always have choice like like it's just an illusion the fact that you know we've grown up they've taken away they've you know 
you know, brutalized us so on and so forth, but like we still have a choice at the end of the day. Yeah. And that's where he obviously then realizes like, oh shit. To realize, yo, I, I, I'm a nigga, man. You know what I mean? <laughs> right? And he kept his cornrows on. He didn't put on that stupid wig. You know what I mean? I mean oh, he, man. They did, a, they did a shot with that, which is like where he, they kind of glanced towards the wig and he walked uh, away. It was really, really Yes, happened. yes. Yeah, like, enjoy the show. Well. I just, um, the themes, like, the themes of like class and rebellion and, and race and gender and how they can all intertwine and the importance. Because, mm. like, uh, his love interest actually spoke about the fact, well, I'm I, a, I I'm just a remember woman. by yeah. the title, like, the marquee. Yeah, that's. Like, I'm restricted by being a woman. Like, everyone. Mm -hmm. And again, it doesn't do it in a way of, like, trying to be. Because everyone speaks to. Oh them. my God. Marie Josephine. I was right. <laughs> Let's go, baby. Okay, um, it doesn't try to force any wokeness on you per se. In my opinion, it, it just feels as though it's a genuine story of yeah, like different marginalized groups, mm, and mm. which is still very relevant and prevalent today. Which I think is important. Like yeah. you, you can still relate period time periods you, to the modern day. You, you know, like towards <coughs> the part when like the older singer was like trying to move to him, and when he wasn't really having it and stuff. Yeah, okay. And then obviously that obviously Ben backfired when the other composer picked her and etc. Et when that happened, okay, like I feel like that was the peak of his arrogance you know i feel like he forgot he was black at that point you know what i'm saying because she was like right could he ever really forget though he's I, reminded. Uh, yeah he's generally reminded. generally until that point i i, I, have, I, I disagree with you. i genuinely think he forgot because because he he said no to uh, a, a person that is, is the highest standing. It was it was hard party. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Okay, it was, it was hard, hard. And he said he said he said if you no. Know, and then what we tend to, to find is that she reacted based off the fact that he said no, and also because he, because he because he said no, and he's black. Do you know what I mean? That is unconceivable. Now if she if she if she uh, done that to a white man, right? She wouldn't do anything because. Even if he, that same white man is not in the same position of her or lower than her, men hold a way higher value at that time. But for him, he was downgraded. So she was disgusted by, by the fact that she, he said no. I, I agree with you on that. I just think maybe within that particular scene, he may have been like, oh, I've, I've forgotten black. But I just think generally speaking within the film, is he's always going to be, <coughs> excuse me, who's going to be reminded that he's black because of who he is because of his standing and because of the restrictions of the role of being the chevalier mm. got it right yes sir um but overall i i was going into it quite quite blind i i enjoyed the film I'll give it like a seven out of ten i think yeah yeah on the first watch i feel as though they did try to jump they jumped a few particular moments which would have been really cool just to gain a more of an understanding of him as a person yeah um but overall overall good film man good film shout like, out to such like for the invite i think that's like well my member one of the first invites we've had from them yeah such like dda dda yes um so yeah. yeah yeah it's one of the films that disney bought in it um, during the takeover of fox and that so um, okay good film um, good yeah. film good film yeah. uh, manny ali over to you um give us a tv show or film tv series shall i say sorry that you've uh engrossed yourself you in this year. Your... if you want to do back um, to back we can just do it now bro yeah um go for it no, you could, you could, I'll jump in because my one, I'm not going to talk about a film. I'm, I'm going to talk about my disappointment oh, of a TV oh, show. Yeah, so, I was going to mention what, a disappointment. What, in terms well. of what? Um, what? First, I'm going to mention one TV show that I'm going to watch, which is Silo. It's like quite, quite, it's yeah, like quite a lot. Quite back to get into that. Uh, it's okay. Damn. Like, I'm, I'm seeing people love it and I don't know. I think, I think it's good, but from the hype that it's getting, I, I don't get it. I'm like, I'm six episodes in. I think like it's a, it's a good show, but it's, nothing's really gripping that much in it. The mystery behind it is not. I don't think it's that well written. 
But anyways, my disappointment, our TV show is, is Ted Lasso, season three. I've heard that. What? I've heard. Oh. Yeah. I haven't, I, haven't, I haven't watched it yet, but I've heard ah. that. Okay. Um, yeah, for sure. Uh, obviously, I'm, I'm, I'm a big fan of Ted Lasso, especially season two. I think that, that seems absolutely superb, amazing. Superb um, and I think that the issue with season three is that some of the episodes felt a bit too episodic. There'll be like conflict or issues that um, Just ar- arrive at the beginning of the episodes and gets resolved at the end of the episode, mm-hmm. or maybe arrive like the, or the episode before that and like, it gets solved like uh, fairly quickly. And it doesn't feel um, as flowy as it did um, within season two. Um, and also, there's the I don't know if you guys are watching, I'm not going to spoil it too much, but the whole um, issue with Nate um, is like there's an arc that he was going through from season one to season two, and I expected that to be quite important for season three which it really wasn't mm. they kind of like teased it at the beginning event they kind of like pushed him to the side to do like his own side missions and he wasn't really interwining with the story as a whole event event his um i guess nemesis arc kind of ended up properly and then he got lumped back into um into the team like nothing really oh, happened fucking spoiler alert oh sorry bro oh, good man we're here to pod yeah sorry 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 um but yeah that, that was kind of disappointing like i expected to see not necessarily a back and forth but i i want i wanted to see more, more in regards to i think they could have done so much with for his character but my other issue just a lot of the episodes fell a bit too episodic it's like before they used to kind of make storylines flow into yeah into maybe three episodes and then it's solved rather than just the one itself yeah and, and they made episodes longer no i feel like the episodes were longer for this season apparently some some episodes i think like one episode is like an hour and a half i think she's something different really yeah yeah that, that that was fairly long but um yeah it's it, it, it was okay like overall as a as a, as a um as a TV show, it's really good. I still recommend it for people to it watch. It didn't land the ending. It was, I wouldn't say it didn't land, it just wasn't as good as I expected it to be. Because um, season two is so good. Season two is really, really, like one of my best, one of my favorite seasons from a TV show. But um, yeah, over, overall, I'll probably give the whole TV show like a low seven. Like o- o- overall, and that's, I think that's still that's really good. That's still good. I think that's really good. Um, but on the back of what season two was, I was like, bro, this is going to end up being one of my favorite TV shows of all right. time. But yeah, but that's a bit of my disappointment. Cool. Um, I want to plug a show. I harp on about it quite a lot. I started it this year. Um, a friend of the show and a friend of mine already put me onto it. It's called The Bear. Um, it's, a, it's a sensational really? first mm-hmm. season. Sensational. On Disney Plus? Yes. Yes. It's really good. Um, Got a little uh, fun fact about that one. Go on. I think we're going to be working on it, you ask us. Okay, cool. Oh, nice. Season two. nice. Um, yeah, season two, well, I know it launches in America on the 22nd of June. Um, I'm not sure yeah, when that will. Yeah, I'm not sure when it will land here. But it's, it's a really, it's about a, a young chef, aspiring chef who has come from sort of the glitz and glamour of working at one of the high end she- um, like restaurants. Michelin star, top tier. Um, has to come back to run his family owned restaurant. Um, his brother could commit suicide. I'll stop the spoilers there. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's just a really engrossing series in terms of it puts you into the world of, of the chef. But the acting and the chemistry of the cast is is delightful. You really feel, and you re- the character arcs, oh, wonderful. The character arcs of all, the, the, you know the older chef? The older the, chef? The woman. Yes, yeah. Her, oh, her. From like being the top dog and then, not in the top dog, but like having to reconcile with the fact that, okay, cool. Her role is... Yeah, really, really good. The acting's really good. I, I, for the life of me, can't remember any specific actors' names. Um, uh, so the main character, Jeremy Allen. Jer- Jeremy, oh, and he won a, he won an Emmy. Yes. Uh, this year. And, uh, he won an Emmy this year, which is really, really, really good. Chef's name. Oh yeah, yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Um, but yeah, as I said, the acting, firstly, is, is superb. It's filmed really, really well. Um, 
there's some really powerful scenes, like yeah. in terms of emotional aspects. Um, so Carmine's like his his uh his scene where he's I think he's is he at the is he at police station or was he at therapy? You mean like the like the PTA? Yeah, not PTA, like the therapy yep. anonymous. Whatever. Beautifully yeah. acted scene where mm-hmm. you just really feel the pain that he's going through. Um, the scene of him with the chef in the Michelin star where the chef's just barking it. Oh barking yeah, 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 yeah. Like, like he's because I think that scene in particular was just a dream. Where yeah, yeah, yeah. Memory, memory yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, and that was the start of the episode as well. Really, oh, really yeah. powerful start to the episode. Um, there's some really, really what good. Show? Oh, <laughs> it's just it's, it's a it's a really good show. It's yeah, like yeah. an eight out of ten for me. Um, and there's one other scene. Where um, they're in the kitchen. Watch it. They're in the kitchen, mm-hmm. um, and the black lady—I oh, can't remember her name again. Poor. Yeah. Um, she she she's trying to carry everything, and she's so much under so much stress. And then she her, she puts the like the food on top of the fridge, and, and it falls over. And you can feel the tension pain, and pain. Tension, oh. like, and it just like one thing because I've never worked in a kitchen, but I've had friends who've worked in the kitchen, yeah, right, right, right. and like uh, the way to describe it is exactly like how it would be on the, in the bear, where it's just like it's just so much chaos chaos is the perfect on. word so much chaos going on like but it's like it's just but the thing is with the chaos it's the thing <laughs> the thing with the chaos though is that like it could it could feel there are times where some people try to portray chaos and it feels ott yeah but it feels very very grounded at the same time whilst it's so it intense realistic yeah man so realistic like and, shout out to the bear running a like, like a fucking menu startup but like yeah much better than <laughs> much better than the menu. Which I, which I, it's all right. Yeah, it's yeah, it's all right. But like the bear, like the bear, and the episodes is, are what thirty minutes each. 30 oh, minutes you guys have way, to watch it, man. Yeah, yeah I'm going to. I'm going to. Able to kind of well, like, tell like these stories <laughs> and oh uh, man, my, yeah, one of my favorites this year. I know it came out maybe Beautiful last character. year, but I only started watching it January, I think. So but it still counts. It like the baker, still counts. Oh. Anyway, his story. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He's cold, man. Anyway. We'll, 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 he's we'll cold, say he's cold, much. he's cold. say too much. Yeah, man, yeah, man, yeah, man. <laughs> All right. TV so, show? TV show. Sure. Last of Us. Okay. Play. Last of Us, man. Also, I want to give a, sh- a shout out to a series that I watched recently. I was, uh, you know, like, you know, sometimes, like, I, I feel like, you know, we go through these, like, mental f- f- phases where you need to watch something just different. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And this didn't come out this year. It came out in 2021. And it's called 20 Somethings. Uh, and it was, uh, it's a reality TV show. Um, You'll be a reality TV whore, slightly. Nah, 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 nah. nah. Yeah, no. yeah, yeah, bro. Big man, yeah. I haven't even watched one episode what's, of what's of, the Netflix of, one? of uh? What's the Netflix one that you love? Love is blind. Yeah. Don't go into any detail, please, because you. Definitely, definitely watch his bragging. Hmm. Nah. I can't lie. I used to be a love and hip hop person, so I can't. I can't. Is Nah, listen. I don't. I I I can only watch reality TV with people. It's I, no. I, 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 I struggle. That's I really weird, struggle. man. Yeah. It's better on your own, I think. Nah, I'm... Estelle, I'm telling you now, I've never in my life, yeah, watched a reality TV show by myself except from the one that I'm talking about now. Do who, who, who do you watch with? Just like, like... My You're girl. not watching it with okay. Like, okay. Demander. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. okay. He won. He won. He won. He won. Or like sometimes in my old house, I watched it with 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 with, with, with Tat because he he loved the reality TV shows for some reason. You know what I mean? But yeah, like but this one yeah came out in 2021. Okay, but I'm just gonna shout out a super quick. It's called Twenty Somethings. Right? It never got a second season or first season or whatever. And 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 I think it's horrible that it didn't. It's based in Austin, so it's called Twenty Somethings. Semicolon, um, uh, 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 Austin. 
It's not based on sex, relationships, nothing, right? There's no drama. It's two houses that are kind of semi-connected, four guys, four girls, mm-hmm. and they share like a pool, you know what I'm saying? And they've all moved from different parts of the, of the US to start a new life in Austin, right? Okay. They haven't been paid by Netflix, nothing. So they have to go out there, get a normal job, you know what I'm saying? Work on their relationships. Obviously, Netflix does like prompt days where they, you know, take him out like horse riding or something. Just for some, for, you know, for some, some content. Um, but like, they all have different dreams and mm-hmm. different stuff. Like, so some of them was like, it's like normal jobs. Like, I think one girl's like an IT tech, you know what I'm saying? And she was able to work from home um, from her job in Texas. So she was fine. So she, she does get him a job. Whereas someone else was like a model, and someone else was like just trying to get a job in like a bar because she just got just got um, just got divorced. Mm-hmm. It's twelve episodes, and it's just beautiful because it's like it's such a human story. You know, they're all friends. You know, mm-hmm. it was so wholesome. Some of them end up kind of like seeing each other, but it, but it was real life though. Like it was it was yeah. real real life. I love the fact that it was, there was no drama. I love the fact that right at the end when they all had to make a choice whether to stay in Austin or to go back. It was like I, I think it's like three months. Okay, right. And then some stayed, some left and stuff. And it never got a second season. And I think it, it never got it just because it didn't have that drama that element. Factor. You know what I mean? Yeah. But like mentally for me, it done wonders for me because it was a show that like just leveled me out. Okay. You know, I had like no expectations. It was nice to see humans like going through what kind of what kind of like what we're going through every day with, with, without the intended drama. Um, so yeah, it was it was good. Shout out to that film. Oh sorry, series. series. Um, but yeah, and then uh, yeah, Last of Us, man, just just incredible. Uh, I loved it. I think um, I love the fact that we were able to rank the episodes. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's like not a lot of series. Yeah, yeah. Like, there's not a lot of series where you can rank like each episode. You know, there's only like a few. Whereas like these, like you can really rank them like per episode because because you 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 go into it kind of expecting that emotion or like that uh a, a, a journey um so yeah super super cool um one of the one of the best shows i've watched in so long man honestly yeah. honest to god and uh yeah yeah loved it yeah loved it. i can't wait for for season two and the casting by the way casting recently hbo has been outstanding LOL. we recently no just <laughs> 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 Uh, yeah, the, the episodes are top notch. I feel like you, you got something different from each different uh, each episode, mm-hmm. especially when they uh, explore different characters outside of the the main two. Yeah, absolutely. I think they, the showrunner Neil Druckmann spoke about the fact that they were considering having no um, infected whatsoever because yeah. they really just wanted to make it or, you know, just about the a human grinding story about mm-hmm. how we deal with crisis and how we yeah. deal with mm. um, the unexpected crisis as well that can come into anyone's lives at any point. Mm. Um, but I'm still glad that they did include Definitely. them because mm-hmm. it does still add a different di- di- dimension and dynamic to the overall series. It creates more, of, yeah. creates a bit more of a uh, drama. There were some, there were some <gasps> moments as well. It's like I wasn't expecting that creep that um, affected to come up there, and they, the the VFX and the the makeup that did more. I don't think it was actually VFX. I think it was just pure makeup, pure makeup, and the big bloater. Yeah, they did. They did yeah, really, really well makeup. to to capture that and make it feel realistic. Cool despite it being so fantastical so mm. yeah really that's great fair, but he he did say though that he that there will be a lot more infected in in the second season yeah oh the second season where if if it, the second season is just going to be the second game second game yeah went for a good time man went yeah. for a good time that's all Let's i like to say. jason over to you all right so this is going to be a real short one because there's only spooky been- schmeigen 
<laughs> one episode <laughs> out. What was that? Hey. I have no idea what that was. <laughs> hey, Bob, you need to get some HR. Hey, <laughs> what the fuck that is that? Jason, you should be so offended. Uh, look, look, it is what This is more German than Jason. Let's not forget. Oh, let's let's not forget. Let's not forget. <laughs> Go on, Jace. But yeah, so there's only been one episode out of it so far, and it's The Idol. Uh, is it only one episode? So that's far, come yeah. out. That's come out. Okay, that's come out. then one episode has come out. So it's been heavily critiqued. Yeah, that's uh, what I'm saying. Episodes. It's only one episode. Why people can't complain so much? Sorry, um, carry on. Is that crap? The first episode, because I mean, have you read any of the early reviews or seen why people? No, 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 no. I just like um, headlines, so I, um, I'm not taking too much into it. So, just a real quick basis: The Idol is a show directed by Sam Levinson, who directed Euphoria. Euphoria. And then there's also a film that's on Netflix with Zendaya and what's Denzel's son's name? Yeah, I oh, know which film we're talking about. So I that, can't enjoy it. That, like Sam Levinson, he has got a knack for making beautiful cinematography. Like Euphoria looks incredible, and so does that film, which I can't have you watched it. Um, I've watched the first season. Oh, cool. Jump into the second season. Yeah, cool, cool, cool. But um, a man with taste. Yeah. Uh, so, but yeah. So the idol is about uh, Lily Rose's step, who is in that world like a super. Malcolm and Marie. Good film. Malcolm Marie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The one you think of. That's the one. Yes. Like a huge pop star. I feel like Denzel's son gets a half time. But anyway, sorry. Does he? He's really. Good, he's good. He's I good. think he's. I think he's just. I think he's good. Anyway, so maybe because he's Denzel's son. Yeah, maybe. He's, yeah, maybe it's just he, like one of those ones where. Yeah, he's like, decent, man. Like, leave him alone. I think he's awful. He was good. Huh? I don't think he's awful. He's oh, like, he's good in tenant. I've seen. Yeah, I, f- I feel like people hold him to that to that Denzel standard though. I, I think yeah, one day we'll grow into it. Man. I think one day we need to do a draft game with um, Denzel uh, films. No, parent and child. Yeah. Ooh, that's a good one actually. Yeah, because Tom Hanks' kid is number one. Chat hang. Yeah. <laughs> White boy summer. Chat hangs fun. Chat hangs is funny. He's funny. He's, so funny. Funny. He's actually He's hilarious. But um, yeah, just real quick. So in that universe, Lily Rose Depp is this huge mega pop star who has come back from a recent kind of like mental health break. Right. And it starts off right after and you know, she meets the weekend character. The weekend character is kind of like a club owner and what he is aiming to do and what's being set up is that he is going to produce her songs and so and so forth but the show is more about kind of like what i imagine to be the life of a mega pop star because they make mentions to like britney spears for example and kind of like how she had her mental breakdown and i think where the lot the most most of the criticism is coming from is that it is so sex heavy okay like you know uh like Lily Rose Depp's like almost every scene you know she's got like her breasts out and stuff like that and I ain't complaining is that why you're watching no, yeah, look at I you. wasn't <laughs> complaining I, I wasn't complaining so. I wasn't complaining but I do ca- I can't what's understand. the series called? The yeah. Idol only one only one episode so far so but one episode five. every scene is just bare tea almost every single scene like I don't so the the first episode is like what 55 minutes long I would argue 45 you can see her breasts full on display. If it's not see-through, it's that's open. that's brazy. I can't lie to you. <laughs> yeah, no, that's no. actually brazy, bro. That's brazy, and that's yeah. where I that's, think that's, that's where crazy. a lot of the uh, criticism is coming from. Because I do like, like I don't, <laughs> I don't think it adds anything to it. Like I'm not really too much opposed if it's like if it has a point to say. Yeah. Obviously, certain scenes do add a point to it, but. Um, uh, there was another scene that was heavily criticized where like she comes home from the club 
right that's after she met the weekend's character and they had like they hit off quite well but then she got home and then she started fingering herself okay and which which some women do yeah no no no. that's not the problem (laughs) you know women can but what was what was the context of that scene that's the point what was the context there was no context like she so so she just came home and then well i guess in the context of the um of, of the of the scene was that she was having flashbacks of meeting the weekend's character oh so, the, so that is a bit of it's a bit of context but it doesn't add anything to the story because the next scene could have just been like okay i really like this guy or anything like or that. did you need to see that it could have just been her could have, you need to see they the could, graphicness of it like, yeah do, yeah, yeah, do yeah, we yeah. need to see the graphics of it she could have pulled out a toy or something stupid and you don't need to see the actual right, 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 right. but like but like it was it was such a heavily focused scene it was like i don't know what the actual perspective was mm. called, i think it was like really it was, i think it was a really important scene but it was know? like it was like direct on her okay. right and it, you and it dragged on for a little bit longer than it needed mm. like as i said i wasn't necessarily complaining at the end but i can understand why, <laughs> <laughs> why people would be like mad about it um okay. do you know what's bad like the scene that you're talking about reminds me of um the scene in beef with uh, Ali Wan's character, Amy, when she had the flashback, and I don't know if you guys have seen it, seen but it there's, a, there's a scene where she um, t- t- takes out a gun mm. and she's like, starts masturbating with, with, with the gun. Interesting. But it, it, it makes sense in regards to, um, I know you hate that. <laughs> Every time I say it, in regards to, I just feel uh, yeah, still burning. Um, yeah, so it, it makes sense in the context of, of the scene of yeah. um, showcasing one how I won't say she's sexually deprived, but she is. She is sexually deprived, sexually deprived, and how much into violence she, she's actually into. Uh, so that scene makes so much see, sense to okay, me. Okay, see now stuff like that where it's just like the idol was missing, especially for that particular scene, right? Because there are certain sex scenes that were like towards the end of the episode where I was just like, okay, cool, I hear it, I'm with it, like. It makes sense for the story, but um, it, it's just a little bit disappointing because it just felt like, like sensationalism, kind a, of a lot of sensationalism, and the weekend, like, and this is what I have a worry for the show, right? Because I think as an actor, Lily Rose Depp, especially in that show, was fantastic. Right, she was really, really good, and I really hope that the focus stays on her. But what I'm worried about is, especially like from all the like the reviews and all of the um, material that's come out, it feels very weekend heavy. And okay. weekend is not the best part. Like okay. as an actor, he's very uh, like he's just got this. I don't think TV is his bag. Right. Like he, he's, he's, he's not. Trying. He's not um, Don Glover. He's not a Don Glover. Not everybody can be. But um, <laughs> no, it's just he's like yeah. I I just hope that the focus stays mm. on Lee Rose Depp and it and the weekend doesn't try to take it away right. with his heat ledgerisms. Yeah, it would be wrong of me. I can't lie. I'm gonna do a rogue thing, but I'm gonna do like a minute rogue thing. Yeah, it'd be wrong of me to not talk about one of my favorite shows ever. Mm. You know, me and Manny did a pod in it. Succession, just check it. One of the best ever. Top five. Sure. I need to. Top five. Right, my score. Acting, visuals, score. Bless it. Starting on Monday. Uh, and now TV, HBO, Sky, it's on Sky now TV. Yeah. Oh yeah, Sky. It's a it's a classic. Acting's oh, one, one of the best. Season four is one of the best seasons I've seen on TV ever. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna let it sit with me for a while, but it might be the best I mean, season get Mo I've watched watch it, on TV. So we must have been doing something right when we're podding. If Mo's listening to it or watching it. Yeah, Mo literally started it because of our social cuts. He was so, like, all right, cool. Here it's, we go. It's brilliant. I can't listen. Oh, Bob, no one cares about power. Bob, Bob, you know, Bob, it's Bob. the only series he's ever watched. That's why. I tell you what, you're, you're, you're not serious people. 
You're not a serious. <laughs> you're, not you're not a serious person. No, I'm su- not successful. Who cares about power, man? He said power. He said with passion. Yeah, it's, it's brilliant. It's brilliant. So, but yeah, this is a uh, this is a uh, the post credit scene podcast. We are gonna wrap up today. Uh, it's fourteen HQ original. As I said, if you haven't already done so, just drop us a like on all socials. Subscribe. Check us out. Dope content coming. I'm gonna pa- hand you over to my colleague Chris, who's got some exciting, exciting news. Um, so over to you. Yes, guys. Obviously, uh, we are ending off the episode today with an incredible interview that we've done. We're round two. We're back again with Letitia Wright. Um, yes, she personally asked for us, you know, because we're, we're just boys now um, and stuff like that. And it was actually Jason's first junket, you know, um, which is incredible. Uh, we've done this one over Zoom, though. We tried to keep the same energy. Yeah, we are interviewing her based about her Western film called Surround, an outstanding film um, that, you know, we were obviously lucky enough to watch early in order to interview her uh, we recommend it guys to go watch it it comes out I believe when this episode's out it should be out if not it's out on yeah. June 20th just in case okay mm-hmm. on Amazon Prime uh, sorry Prime Video um, shout out to MGM uh, Studios um, and and, sh- and shout out to Yaz again yeah shout Yaz. out Yaz hooking us up friend of the show friend of the show big friend of the show um but i actually think this is this this junket was top tier it was a great interview so yeah enjoy yeah just over and out over and out over and out this is a post-credit scene podcast brought to you by 14 hq all righty it's a shot how you doing Doing good. How you doing? It's round two, baby. <laughs> Obviously, um, the boys aren't here today, Gaz and Manny, because they are in DLT Malta. You know, just just living yeah, we're you know, Okay. Yeah, doing their thing. But Jason wasn't here last time, so I'll just introduce you to Jason from the Post Creating Podcast. Hey, Jason. Nice to meet you. Yeah, he was stuck in uh, in in Milton Keynes when um, we had the Black Panther thing. So, I don't know, man. Made it here now. Made it here now. But yeah, um, let's get going. All right, cool. So, as you know, okay, we are the Post Creative Scene Podcast. I am your host, and I'm joined by my fellow co-host Jason. Ooh, and with us we have the incredible, the outstanding <laughs> Letitia Wright. Woo! Let's go, let's go. Okay, cool. Um, obviously, as we know, guys, okay, this is this is round two. We 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 love a game here, you know, or like a few games. You know, we're gonna try to squeeze a few in. Uh, but to kick it off, we're actually gonna um go ahead and um do the whole traditional junket thing and ask some real questions. You know, what I'm <laughs> make you feel at home. You know what I mean? <laughs> but how are you though? I'm I'm blessed. I'm good. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. So you like, like you were obviously like looking forward to our interview the most. Of course, of course, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like, like them, yeah. like Quartish. Oh, yeah, you know, like that. Yeah, yeah. 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 Must be from the time that I missed out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 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 All right, cool. Here we go. Let's go. Um. All right, you go first, actually, Dave. So, obviously, uh, we are going to be talking about your upcoming film, Surrounded, uh, and we've got a few questions around that before we get into the games, if that's okay with you. Yeah. And um, so, the first question that we have for you, actually, is 
So the genre is obviously a, 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 it's going to be a two part. So the genre is a western, right? So I have a question like, why a western, and what was it like to work with the cast that you had, like such as Jeffrey Donovan? Mm. Uh, my answer to the first one is uh, why not? Um, oh, yeah, why not? We 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 haven't seen or hardly have we seen um, the genre of western um movies or tv shows with with black people in it um especially black women at the center and it was a chance to do something different um the movie yeah. also is connected to a real uh life experience of a woman called Cathay Williams who was actually uh back in that time hiding in 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 the civil war like hiding in in a in a, a men's troop um you know not only to protect herself but to eat and to survive so we used that backstory for more washington and it was just intriguing to me that one i haven't seen it before uh two it was an opportunity for me to kind of be a chameleon in a way and like shift it up like everybody's used to you know black mirror which is amazing black panther which is great but then they're not used to seeing myself in in different situations like that you know like a gunslinger you know what i'm saying so it was a, it was a, a yeah. Yeah. yeah it was a no brainer <laughs> and then obviously the blessing of working with such amazing yes. people jeffrey uh jamie bell michael k williams you know um just beautiful beautiful artists that each day i'm just learning from them growing and then they were championing me as a as a as a as a lead you know just just chopping it up with them and just them encouraging me as a beautiful experience you know especially from the creative side with with the artist beautiful experience so yeah man why not we need it we need it definitely <laughs> needed and that's definitely like um yeah no that's perfect and 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 with um something that's like really hard about these films you know when like uh filming it is is making it as authentic as possible right so like we're talking like the outfits like the sets like everything okay like like how how long did it take you to kind of get that right and like how who looked the best on set <laughs> obviously me um question. I think I think Jeffrey Jeffrey's character like Jeffrey's character had like a slick suit. I was looking at him every day like man I'm hella jealous. And uh, Michael K had a great yes. suit, like great great outfit like pristine clean fresh. Um, but yes, to answer that first question about how hard it is to make something and and to make it as realistic as possible. Yeah, we were actually in New Mexico, no green screens. Um, so literally in New Mexico, right. the desert. You know, when it's snowing, it's snowing. You know, when it's raining, it's raining. When it's hot, blazing hot, we're going through it. So we just we just went with the terrain. You know, you had to beat the sunset every day to get those shots. Um, some days it was like, like yo, like sun, like yeah. wait for us. Um, yeah, we just tried to put ourselves in the environment, create the world within that 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 real environment, and just shoot it and and do it to the best of our ability. So um pretty much 99.9% of it is shot on on location the 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 yeah the 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 church was built everything was really shot on location the horses everything you know everything was 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 real um so yeah 
Nah, so like actually just jumping off that as you mentioned you filmed uh, most of the things on set and you know when you went to the locations when it's snowing it is snowing uh, are there like any like memorable <laughs> behind the scenes moments or like anecdotes from from while filming the film that you can talk <laughs> to us to the fans or anything like that she's got a few she's definitely got a few yeah there's bear there's bear i think one of my favorites was um there's a few um the first one would be like there's a there's a beautiful shot in the film it's like one take and i'm excited for everyone to see it and just the whole setup of making sure that we got this in in one take and like i remember just like like thinking about how i was gonna walk in it and like just using inspiration from people yeah. that I love like in my life and like you know at the time like i'd you know we'd experienced like losing chad and stuff like that and i just remember like the way he would walk and stuff i'd be like yo bro like what help me to walk like you in it so like just like being <laughs> and like using the inspiration of my big brother to like just just like the slick walk that he always used to have and just trying to like do that on set wow. um, yeah just trying to do that on set and like um just perfecting making sure you're in sync to to for it to be like a a, a perfect scene because everything was like it, it it depended on 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 everything just being so strict of time and then another fun moment was yeah just being on the night shoots with with michael k williams just vibing with him and just like he's just cracking up like mad jokes but then the second of cameras on he's back in it um just learning a lot from him and uh yeah just him just like keeping my hands warm when it was like super cold you know yeah just good vibes man good vibes Yeah. Mm. Sorry, I think it's a bit. There we go. I think we're back. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Uh, that's incredible. Like that's that's that's, dope. that's incredible stuff. Um, we're going to go on. Okay, and play obviously a, a, a classic uh, uh, PCS game. We feel like we feel like we're super close now. All right. You know, it's the second <laughs> time we're talking now. Okay, we're basically yeah. basically super close. Now, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> um, and I feel like. You, Right, so we're gonna play a game of two truths and one lie with okay. a twist. It's like a Western twist, right? Okay. So uh, we're going to tell you three things, and two of them are obviously going to be um, are, are, lie. yeah, and one is one is going to be true, and you have okay. to guess which one is true. Okay, okay, okay. All right. All right. God, please help. Cool. cool, cool, cool. <laughs> <laughs> now you got the shoulders loose. All right, cool. Who's first? Okay, I'm first. All right. Yeah. So, the, all right. So the first one. I once attended a Western-themed costume party dressed as a notorious outlaw. I've tried my hand at gold panning in a historic mining town in Old West. I've trained with a trick roping expert. And can perform impressive um, lasso tricks. Ooh. Which one is true? This is about you, right? You? Yeah, yeah. Me, me, me. Yeah, me, me, me. Oh. I think the f first one is true. I think I'm wrong. <laughs> no, the last one is true. The last one is true. You're absolutely right. Oh. Wait, what? The, the you know what? It's true. The first one is true. We'll give it. 
I'm gonna take your first. You know what? Your internet, your, your internet, your internet, your internet is so slow, bro. I can't really. Oh my god, this is killing me. Our apologies, our apologies. Listen, who are you with? Are you with hyper hyperoptic? Because that's the only one. That's the only guy that's gonna help you out. <laughs> I'm like, oh, like dial up internet, primitive. <laughs> Cherry is not impressed right now. <laughs> and nor is Mo Washington. One's from the future, one's from the past. We're both like, what wow, wow, your internet? His internet's bad. We're doing this. Wait, what's happening now? They're just doing like like a dance. Oh. Okay, I think you're back. We're back. Yeah. Yes. Okay, okay cool. So I would say the first one is correct. Yes. yes. And you got yes. that. Yes, I actually attended as Will Smith from Wild Wild West. You know what I'm saying? Right. You would be someone to do something like that. Stick in your mouth too. Uh, like I, I I didn't know that was what they were actually doing. You know what I mean? Like I just thought it was like a they had something in their teeth. So no. Yeah, I didn't have that. Yeah, it's, okay. yeah, yeah. it's all right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Jace, go. Yeah, yeah. So, jumping into the next round. So, uh, I once participated in a rodeo and won a belt buckle for barrel racing. I yeah. visited the Grand Canyon and took a horseback ride along the canyon's rim. And I have a collection of antique cowboy hats, each with its own unique story. You don't look like no cowboy hat. <laughs> I would say, oh God, why would I, this, the, the second one is true. You went to Grand Canyon and did a horseback ride. That seems more realistic. I've got to say you're wrong. That's the third one. Cowboy hat. So technically I don't own it. I more likely inherited it from my grandfather. So he used to be a huge, huge cowboy That's like, right. fan and genre. Black and, cowboy. Like, Westerns and stuff like that. Really? Yes, yes. And I remember growing up and he'd just tell me stories of like, he would love like just going out to America and then just kind of like uh, live that cowboy lifestyle in that sense. Obviously at that time it was already over, but he would love to tell me stories and then uh, pass it off to me. And then, you know, since then it's, it's something that I like to keep to remember him by. Well, he doesn't wear it though. No, so. I, don't, I, don't, I, don't, I don't be wearing them. I'll be honest with you. <laughs> but That's such a good one. Oh, dang it. Okay, all right. Next one. Right, cool. yeah, next uh, one. Cool. That's one out of two. Uh, with this is the last one. All right, before we go into the next game. All right, so here we go. Here we go. All right, cool. Um, this is about me. Uh, I once participated in a wild, wild, sorry, in a wild west reenactment and played the role of a notorious outlaw. I learned how to rope and tie a car in t in a timed rodeo event. And lastly. I attended a Western-themed film film festival where I got to meet Clint Eastwood in person. Mm. What was the first <laughs> one? Which one? First one. First one was I participated uh, in a Wild West reenactment and played the role of a notorious outlaw. Wild West reenactment. Hmm. 
It's either the first one or the last one. I'll, I can confirm it is definitely either the first one or the last one. So there you go. I would say, I would say the the first one. You got it. You got it. <laughs> Two of me. Yeah, I. Sounds I, like I, the Clint Eastwood things make sense too, because like you're in. You, I don't know. Okay. Yeah, you feel me that? Yeah, that was no, no, no. good. That was good. I, Maybe I, I should do one and see if you guys can. Oh my god, do, oh, it. Yeah, do it. Oh my god, do it. Okay. This is about me. <laughs> <laughs> um my publicist is like very like laughing right now. I'm the first. Yes, yes. yes, 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 is cracking up. So I once went to Machu Picchu in Peru and took pictures. I know fluent Spanish. Okay. I have a collection of scripts over the years for my whole career. Which one's more? All of them are really good because I could I, I could see you. Yeah, all, all, all of them. Yeah, exactly. all of them. Um, the Spanish things I'm not believing because when she was doing America. Yeah, yeah, but 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 the reason why yeah I'm I'm not believing it is because that seems too obvious. You know what I'm saying? That's I'm with you there, but I think she might try to throw us up like throwing a really obvious one in. Do you get what I'm saying? No, I've never seen her speak Spanish though. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I, I don't know, man. And then the Peru thing, like she got money now. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, 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 she, yeah, she, she got her there. So she doing her thing, you know? Um, uh, the last one, I was saying, the last one, was even doing the. I think. All right, cool. I think I was like, want to go for the last one. Yeah. Yeah. We're going for the last one. Yes. The last one is not true? No, we're saying no, the, last the last one is, is true. true. Wait. <laughs> uh, okay. Pick the false one, not the true one. Oh, pick the pick the pick the false one. Yeah. Oh. So two of them are true. Crazy. Alright, cool. Um with the Peru because she can speak Spanish then you know yeah, exactly. we'll so it has to be Peru isn't it yeah we're, we're going with the Peru Peru <sighs> brothers you have failed oh! <laughs> <laughs> I was with I was with the llamas in Peru having a great oh, old time oh. and then I went to the coffee show Oh, Harry Styles, and I was on stage in Peru. So which one? Which so, so the, the one Spanish? that false is I. I don't know Spanish that like I British. I colony, we're a British colony. Guyana is a British colony. We're the only non-speaking Spanish uh, country in South America. So sure. we only speak English. Right, um, well, because thank you so much. <laughs> the pleasure. You have to pinky promise me and Yaz as well. The next time you're coming down to our office, you go. we're going to do, do a live podcast right here. Okay, exactly. we're, we're going to 
kill it is, is going to be amazing because I this is too much. You. I got you. Come on. <laughs> All right. Have a good rest of the day. Enjoy your uh, other interviews. And we've been the Post Credit Scene Podcast. We out. This is a Post Credit Scene Podcast brought to you by 14HQ.